I'm Katie Sewell, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Tiffany Parks. Welcome to The Bittersweet Life. I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. Happy August. August can be a month that you can either look forward to or dread, depending on where you are. Growing up in Seattle, I always look forward to August, not just because my birthday is in August, but also because in Seattle, August is the one month of the year that it's generally guaranteed to be nice, sunny, warm weather. But in other parts of the world, specifically in Rome, August can be extremely hot. Uh, So hot that it's kind of miserable. It can be miserable. It doesn't have to be. But you'd be surprised at the number of people who come to Rome to visit in August. Obviously, kids are on vacation in August, so it makes sense for families to travel in the summer. But August is a tricky month in Rome and in much of Europe because many Italians go on vacation in August. It is the classic month when businesses close, shops close, restaurants close, sometimes for the entire month. And there's a kind of exodus in the city. It seems as if everyone leaves. It's not everyone, of course, but to those of us who are stuck in the city during August because we took our vacations in July, it can really seem like the city is deserted. Now, if you're coming to Rome in August or if you're already here, don't fret. It can still be a wonderful city to visit in August. You just have to know how to navigate the city and a few tricks and tips on how to get the most out of the month. And so that's what I'm here for. Today, I'm going to tell you, after spending many, many in August in Rome, exactly what to do to survive and to have a good time in the process. So the number one thing you need to do is make sure you're staying in the historic center. And I don't just mean in your hotel, but generally the time that you spend in the city, whether it be eating, shopping, or taking in tourist attractions, stick to the center because... As deserted as the city can seem in August, the outskirts and the suburbs are far worse. So stay inside the city center. Another good tip for making the most out of August in Rome is to rent a bike. Or you could also rent a scooter, but I find a bike even more enjoyable because it can be so hot, as I mentioned, that getting around by foot can be really exhausting. If you're on a bike, you not only get to places faster, but you also have a little bit of breeze that can cool you down a little bit. So rent a bike. There are bikes available at places like Bici e Baci and Colalti and many other places around the city to rent by the day or even by the hour. Another thing that's very important is to stay inside during the hottest hours of the day. Now it's not possible obviously to stay inside for, you know, all of the daylight hours. You want to be visiting some places, but really the hottest time of day from about noon to four, try to stay inside if you can. I always take my cue from the Romans. In the summertime, Romans nap in the early afternoon because there's really nothing else you can do. And the bonus is if you nap in the middle of the day, you have more energy to stay up at night, which brings me to my next tip, which is do some tourist activities at night. If you are a night owl, this is great. After you've had dinner, you can go to places like the Piazza Navona and the Trevi Fountain and Piazza del Popolo. These are places that are open all day long. They're outdoors, they're free, and they're also illuminated. So you can really see them and enjoy them 
but yet you're going to be doing it when it's cool. But not only is it going to be cool at that hour or hopefully a bit cooler, but many of these places, especially in August, are going to be completely deserted. One of the great things about being in Rome in August, despite the fact that it'll feel a bit like an empty city and a dead city, but there are also fewer travelers, fewer tourists, as well as fewer locals. So if you like to stay up late, you can really take advantage of that. Or if you're not a night owl, you can get up really early. This is another great thing to do in Rome in August. Leave your hotel as early as you possibly can. Jet lag might work in your favor on this, depending on where you're coming from. Just like if you go to the Trevi Fountain at midnight, if you go to the Trevi Fountain at 6 a.m. or the Spanish Steps, they're going to be absolutely deserted. And the bonus of going in the morning, of course, is that there will be light, so you will be able to take better photos than at night. I've been to the Spanish Steps at not even that early, at about 8.45 in the morning on a weekday in August, and it's been completely empty, not a single person there. The earlier you can go out and start exploring, the better, or the later, depending on what you prefer. Another place you can go that is indoors, but you're still out exploring, are museums. Now, unlike many shops and restaurants, museums actually, almost all of them stay open all month. And the dead middle of the month, August 15th, is a national holiday. It's a bank holiday. And it's crazy, but almost everything is closed that day. But more and more museums, every year a few more museums are deciding to stay open that day. So you can visit websites of different museums that you're interested in going to to see if they're open. That's my next major tip, which is call ahead. And this goes for whether you're visiting a museum or whether you want to go to a restaurant or a shop that you've heard about, make sure you call ahead, double check that wherever you're going is going to be open. Now, places like the Coliseum are going to be open all month. That's not an issue. But on that particular day, August 15th, I know for a fact that the Vatican Museums are closed that day. I imagine the Colosseum is closed as well. That doesn't mean all museums are, however, as I said. So just make sure you check. When it comes to eating, you do have to be careful because, as I said, a lot of places are going to be closed. And what can happen is that the places that are open tend to be tourist traps, places that are really close to the big major tourist sites. This goes at any time of year, but August, I would say it's doubly true. If you happen upon a restaurant with a big shiny menu outside, especially if there are photos on the menu, like that is your biggest red flag. Do not go to a restaurant that has photos on the menu. If you've got like three or four different languages going on as well, this is something you want to avoid. An English translation is not going to be a huge problem, but if you've got your French and your German and your Japanese in there as well, run. But generally, you don't want to walk into a restaurant where there is someone outside trying to get you to come in, huge signs, huge menus, or any place that's located directly across the street from a major tourist attraction. So do yourself a favor, take five extra minutes. I know you might be hungry, you're probably going to be hot and tired, but trust me on this. Walk down a side street, see if you can find a little alleyway, walk a couple of blocks. If you find a restaurant that's open, and if it's got a sign on the front that says Chiuso per ferie, that means close for holidays, and you, they'll usually have the dates, the opening closing dates. 
but you'll definitely find some restaurants that are open. It's not like every single restaurant in the city closes. You just have to look a little harder. So when you find a restaurant that has a smaller or less obvious sign, ideally the menu is not posted outside, oftentimes the door is even closed, this is the place you want to go. These are the true authentic places that don't need to advertise because the locals of the area know them and they go there often. Another important thing when you're eating, I would say avoid pasta as much as you can. I know, what am I saying? You're in Italy, you want to have pasta. But pasta can make you feel very sluggish, especially if you're eating it at lunchtime. You're going to get that sugar crash after lunch and you're not going to have the energy to do anything else. Now, if you're headed back to your hotel to take a nap, that might not be such a problem. But I would generally say cut out the pasta, avoid pizza, especially as any pizzeria that's open in August is going to have a wood-burning fire. It's going to be roasting in there. Instead, some great summer meals are prosciutto with mozzarella or a salad, a caprese salad with buffalo mozzarella, tomatoes, and basil, or any kind of salad. Even a rice salad is a better bet than going with a hot pasta dish. Another way to cool down from the inside out is to have not just gelato, which of course people in Rome eat year-round, but something called grattachecca, which is basically... Italian ice. So it's shaved ice with different syrups on top, topped with fresh coconut and black cherries. It's really incredibly refreshing. And you can find it at little kiosks all over the city. These little green kiosks that are just, they just pop up as soon as June hits. You can order one of these and it's an incredibly refreshing way to cool down from the inside out. Don't forget to be practical when it comes to protecting yourself from the sun. The sun is very powerful here. Make sure you wear a hat. I know you're, you're like, I don't want to look like a tourist. The Romans aren't wearing hats. Maybe not, but their skin is used to it. I wear a hat all summer, and I know it makes me look like a tourist, but that's what I have to do to protect my skin. And of course, slather on the sunscreen. It really is necessary in a city like this if you're going to be out for several hours at a day. If you want to escape the city for the day, there are a few different places you could go. You can go to the beach. Um, if you don't have a car, you can go to Santa Marinella on the train or Ostia, which is also reachable by train. One is to the north, one is to the south. Uh, if you go to Santa Marinella, you're going to want to leave from the Trastevere or the St. Peter stations going towards Civitavecchia. It's the second to last stop. And the train station is about two minutes from the beach. And if you want to go south to Ostia, it's a little harder to get to, but not too bad. You take the train from the Piramide station in Testaccio, and you can just get off at Ostia, Lido, the very, very last stop. If you want to go to a more secluded beach, they have buses from there that will go down the coast even further south. But there's even beaches right there at the bus stop. If you don't like Italian beaches because they're incredibly crowded, and I don't blame you, you can head to a lake. Lakes are a little bit more tricky to get to. I don't have any specific directions for you, but you can easily Google it. The most popular lakes are Lake Bracciano, Lake Albano, and Lake Nemi. And they're all beautiful, clean, pristine lakes. And they have small volcanic sandy beaches. They're all volcanic lakes, so the sand is black. And they're a very lovely place to go to get some refreshment, to cool down, and not be overly crowded. 
So I hope that has given you a few tips on how to enjoy the city in August. And I hope you have a great time. This has been your bittersweet moment. Join us again. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you love it, leave us a good review and tell all of your friends about us. Also, if you have an idea for a bittersweet moment, send it to us by email or voice memo. We're at bittersweetlife at mail.com or find us using the contact page at thebittersweetlife.net. <laughs>